always got pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Do you love the things that are ch 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 changing here on Broadway? Right here. On Broadway. Which is apparently where we live. Right here on Broadway. <laughs> In a lot of towns that have Broadways on them are, uh, tend to be some of the scariest parts of town. Have you ever noticed this? Is that a thing? Yeah, like, I mean, you'll find some little city and they'll have like a Broadway. And then you go there and you're like, oh, mm, this is scary. Huh. There's only one that people love. Oh, well, I'm sure there are some people that like their their streets named Broadway. Their local Broadways? Yeah. <laughs> that would be an interesting thing. We'll have to find a Broadway here in Atlanta and we'll take a picture of it. Oh, so that would be hilarious. Find out what Broadway in Atlanta looks like. I'm Googling it immediately. <laughs> uh, but like everything else in the world, Broadway, the, the New York one, is being affected by all the shutdowny stuff. Oh, sure. Everything seems Hardcore, to be. right? Yeah. Because those shows in, on Broadway, they always uh, did not know this until just recently when we were doing our Disney uh, um, Broadway themed shows uh-huh. that shows have a hard time surviving on Broadway. Very few of them actually make money. Right. Did not know that. I assume they all did. Isn't that the whole like uh, thought process in the producers where they try to get a lot of money for a show that's going to flop so they don't have to pay the money back? Uh-huh. And yeah. then it makes a ton of money, and then they have to be, oh, now we have to figure out how to pay these people back. <laughs> so funny. I, I've never actually seen it. Maybe one of these the days way I should through. watch it. You know? mm. Is it on Disney Plus? It might be. <laughs> everything else seems to be. Literally everything else. Um, so there are, there are numerous shows that are closing down because of, you know, other reasons, too. There were shows that were scheduled to close during this time period and things like that. On Broadway? Uh-huh. Oh. Um, but... Not all of them that are closing were planning on the closing. Yeah, the article I read said that the first actual shutdown based on, um, or um, the first show shutting down based on the shutdown is going to be Frozen. That's so sad. How crazy is that? No, it just, it seems so uh, at the wrong tone. Like, because Frozen was so huge for so long yeah it's such a big deal and then to have the show only last like under two years on broadway is really shocking yeah i guess it has been about two years hasn't it yeah it Hmm. opened in 2018 okay and so you know we're just barely into 2020 well we're halfway through 2020 now so at best it's been two years since it opened interesting which is kind of sad yeah it is really sad. Um, I didn't see that coming necessarily. I thought that there would be a few shows that would be less um, that less funded, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and I guess I didn't think that that would be the one. And the biggest thing for me with Frozen, for sure, is, I mean, it's crazy that we still know so little about the show, right? Yeah, we've seen literally nothing. One one scene that Disney has allowed us to see, right. and that's it. Well, I think what really happened here... Um, 
is there's a lot of money on stage when it comes to the Frozen production. They've done a lot of work. They've done huge sets. They've done costuming. You know, they put a lot of money on stage. So to even break even requires them to make an X amount of money. Yeah. Right? And with them being closed down for as long as they have been, they've just been unable to recoup any of that money at this point right yeah just hemorrhaging money apparently and that's the downside to these bigger productions is that while they are a spectacle they they take a lot to get to that point right um they take more electricity they take more engineering they take more costumes they take you know all the aspects that go into building a show yeah those bigger more grand over-the-top kind of shows take just more of all of that Mm -hmm. you know versus a show where you have maybe a couple sets and you know a moderately sized cast of people wearing period clothes then you go to something like frozen where you have huge sets i'm assuming we haven't seen anything but the the one scene yeah it was phenomenal um they have I'm sure lots of magic effects. They did new technology for the show. They built new puppets. They, you know, there's a whole lot of work that went into getting frozen from screen to stage. Mm -hmm. And like I said, you need the money coming in to justify all of that work. Um, But on the other hand, you've already spent all the money and you've already done a lot of the development, but I would imagine trying to support that large cast. And I bet it was probably having problems beforehand too. Uh, Do you think? Yeah, again, I don't know. We should have looked into it, but I don't know how popular the show actually was. Was it selling out on a regular basis? I don't think so. Uh, Mostly because I think think people see it as a kid's show. Like a lot of these Disney shows that are going to Broadway now. Uh Um, And very much like how I'm getting very tired of the live action remakes. I think people are tired of being refed the same things in different formats. Oh, uh-huh. uh, which is why a lot of, uh, musicals that are based on movies don't last very long because they're like, I can just watch the movie. I don't need to go and pay uh-huh, $300 to watch it in a theater. Oh, you know, that's a good point. So yeah, I think maybe the, the general theater going community is getting tired of, rehashing old stories and things that are unique are starting to do better i think especially with the broadway community right right? they have a very distinguished taste of what they like well we like to think we do people that like musicals like to think that we're very fancy you and i that have never seen broadway like ever yeah (laughs) but like you know artsy people in general like to think that we're fancy but in really i think we're just like every other consumer that we want to be entertained and we want it to be fresh and new and when we are given too much of the same i think we get bored with it oh for sure and i do wonder if like their real strategy of it isn't that they don't necessarily make money on broadway but the fact that it can then tour um the world over over Mm. and over and over again on their touring companies and then also go to london's west end and some other type of places you know i don't even know what other countries have a theater community like they do like we do right i think every there... country has a theater type of situation i mean i've heard of you know greece touring through germany you know huh. like they every i think every country enjoys a live theater experience so, so they really 
Yeah. Making money off of a touring version of Frozen is probably very plausible. Mm. I would assume. That you make the one show and then just have it tour on Broadway and then it, yeah, I, I bet that's the case. Because I really thought that maybe they might um, plus the performances at California Adventure. Oh, really? If they were taking down all of the Broadway stuff, why not put it into a house where you know it's packed all the time? Yeah, true. Uh, the article I read about it did say that basically they're saving all of it to send it to the West End. Um, okay, so the West End production is basically going to just get They're just transfer. moving the Broadway version over there to the West End. Then they don't have to duplicate the show. They can just go over there and try to make some money on it. Sure. And and then have it hit the touring community. Because what other one, like Aladdin just per- recently came through here, right? It did, right? Mm-hmm. And it came through. So it's out touring the world over. Yeah. Um, I think... <sighs> Except for Aida and um, Beauty and the Beast, I feel like they're touring all of their shows. Mm. Well, Little Mermaid, probably not either. Um, but they they tour uh, Lion King. Yeah. They tour Mary Poppins. So, I mean, I think it'd be interesting to find out how much more money a show can make during a tour versus being just on Broadway. I bet it makes astronomical amounts of money. Well, and it would make sense because then you're not limiting the the audience. You yeah. know, eventually the audiences will stop going to certain shows in New York. Mm. Um, so it might even make sense more sense then that they take it off of Broadway sooner, kind of push it through faster and then get it out to smaller cities, right? Because you don't see that necessarily. If it's a show that's on, we don't see Lion King touring because it's such a Broadway staple. Do we? It's It does tour. Um, probably not as rigorously as some other shows. There are some shows that just kind of run around the whole country. Uh-huh. Like, there's like a wicked, wicked touring stop. company yeah uh-huh. that just rips through everywhere um but i've found that like a lot of shows uh set up shop in other big cities like la and kind yeah. of sit there for a good minute um because even when they do go into a city they do stay there for like 10 days at like minimum it seems like yeah they can and sh- i think shows like wicked are a good example of how it may not sell out on Broadway every night, but it sure is selling out everywhere else every night that yeah. they're out. You yeah, know? that's true. I mean, we tried to get into Wicked once. Oh, it was impossible. And we did like a, a lottery and there were like 30 people there that all had five kids that put all their kids' names in too. And we're like, okay, well, that's fair. Okay. Oh, so unfair. Yeah. Rude. So, yeah, I think touring might be a great thing for Frozen. Um, more people will see the work. And it's 100% possible that they will make more money off of the touring company. And we have heard complaints in the past that people have said that Frozen was written for TV as a three-act show, like all TV shows are, or all movies are, Mm. um, and Broadway is written in a two-act show. And and then the second act tends to be a little bit shorter than the first. And so to have, they had to rework that, and it really hurt the pacing of the show. Yeah, it would have to, because you want... Uh, let it go to be the act one closer right you want it to be the big rousing ending number that makes you want to come back because it was such a spectacle yeah but it happens so early on in the movie Mm -hmm. that it it's nowhere near a halfway point and it's definitely not 
closer to the end of the movie. Right. The what two thirds point. Right. <laughs> so I think I we did uh, hear that some of the padding people found to be a bit cumbersome and definitely hurt the pacing of the story in general. Yeah. Um, it's possible. I could see that that would be a yeah. difficult thing to overcome. Yeah. For that. Cause you really, what you really want is to keep people interested, but very much like every other one of these movie based musicals knows is did that even make sense? Like every other movie musical has run into is the people know the story really well. Uh huh. And so when you're taking too long and trying to belabor a point, people get irritated. They're like, <laughs> yeah. we know, right. move on. And that is a problem with Frozen is that everybody just came for the one song. Right, <laughs> right. They could basically just tour the one song and people would be happy. <laughs> Think how much money they'd save. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> one actress but... and, you know, a huge set for that one song. Yeah, I'm sure that we'll see other shows have issues, but that's, a, you know, it was just interesting. That one was f- to be the first to announce. That's crazy. Yeah. But what do you, what do you think about them possibly maybe filming it and putting it on Disney plus? Do you think they would do that? You know, fantastic question. Cause obviously, you know, this was that they just announced that Hamilton is going to be on there for July 3rd. They're putting J- Hamilton on uh, Disney plus. Happy Fourth of July, America. Exactly right. What a great time to do it, too. (laughs) And that one literally just knocked my socks off, as the kids say, because... (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what the kids are saying. Because, like, that's crazy to me that they would be doing... I mean, like, how, how much is what's his name the guy that was in Lin-Manuel Miranda like how much is he a fan of Disney he's like oh yeah sure Mm -hmm. yeah I'll give you this show they must have given him a boatload of money to let them do that ah yes that is a good point and I don't think it's going to hurt the show right it doesn't appear to have slowed anything down like not that it's happened yet but I've never quite seen a a musical that people are quite this voracious for really uh, people that aren't musical theater fans really like Hamilton. I could say that. Um, I, I personally haven't listened to the whole thing. Um, uh-uh. I've heard some songs from it and it's fine. It's just, it's maybe not my ideal musical, but I, I'm glad that other people find it so life changing and it's really, he has really brought a whole new group of people into a theater situation that would never have been there otherwise. Right. Which is really impressive. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people really enjoy his voice and his style, which has made him a lot of money. That's true. That that is very true. And yeah, I don't think it's going to hurt the show at all. It's going to be, and like you said, a buttload of money. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's going to be a great way. It's going to be fantastic for Disney. It's a great weekend to do it. it pro- my, our guess is that, right, it's going to be a very limited time run. I would assume it, they might give it maybe two weeks. Okay. I would give them maybe. Because, yeah, you can't leave it on there for very long. It's a really smart strategy to take for these streaming services, I think, right? Well, can you imagine are, the surge of people wanting to get Disney Plus if they don't already have it? when they find out that Hamilton is going to be on there and to announce so far in advance that it makes you want to keep it right too. So if you, if you well, we like, might as well get it now and then just, you know, watch it, you know, cause I was wondering too about the, if there are going to be people and I doubt this is a case, but still I was wondering if like uh, people would 
um, get it and then run out of content and then be like, yeah, it's okay. We don't really watch it nearly like what we did. It will be the first to go of the streaming services. Oh, okay. Because um, I think that that's going to start happening. We don't see hear about that too often. Like when you get Netflix, you have it forever and, and yeah. Hulu and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I was wondering now that there's so many, like are they now going to start, you know, choking each other out that way that they're yeah. going to start dropping off and this could be a new concept for people unless they're already doing it quite a bit where they announce something clear in advance like that. But well, the thing about it is Disney has enough money and enough properties that they could potentially draw people in very consistently. Right. If they said, I mean, they own star Wars. So if they said Ah, Mm -hmm. this next star Wars thing is only going to be on Disney plus, we're going to pull in a lot of people because they want to see it. Yeah. And the other reason why even halfway through, I said, I don't think this is going to happen is because Disney is a unique brand that everything that they put out there, like you have to get the movie. And then people like for decades now have been showing off their Disney collection, right? So much so that they put them in their own casings and they're like, these are all the movies we watch. And then this is our Disney shelf. Right. And people just love that. And kids like, kids don't care they're gonna watch that stuff over and over again well and that's the that's the real thing about it is that parents probably find it really relaxing to have because they don't have to worry about discs anymore and it's a streaming service that has mostly appropriate things that their kids can watch without them being too afraid of them seeing something they're not supposed to Right. right so it's a I think there's they've set themselves up really well. Uh-huh. And the price point is so dang cheap. Like, yeah. We are not being paid to say this. I <laughs> wish we were. I could but use like, some of your Disney right? money. Right? Like it is it's you you could pay $6 forever and never notice. Right. Legitimately. So great price so with hamilton being the surprise addition to disney plus do we think that frozen will ever be filmed and put onto disney plus i sure hope so i would lose my freaking mind for it so dang i sure hope so because it's happened to other shows that weren't as successful as they wanted it to be Uh uh-huh they have filmed performances and then sold them you know yeah as on so yeah Let's totally push for that. It's 100% possible that we might get a frozen. And this is part of the reason too, why I'm so excited about Hamilton is like the likelihood of me going out if it were to come in and it has, right? It's been to town, but like the, the idea of going out and spending $300 to go see Hamilton is never happening in my world. Right. Like uh, there's no, no thanks. I I don't think I'm at that level, Uh but I mean, I shouldn't say ever, but I would like to be able to, but that's just a lot of money to put on a show that you're not a hundred percent like in love with. Right. And so the fact that it's going to open it up that you're like, yeah, sure. I mean, this will be a very interesting thing to watch and enjoy and then potentially, like, maybe if it does come through and the tickets are like 75, well, then I might consider it, you know. I think it's going to be a very long time before the tickets for Hamilton are $75. And it's doing a little, <laughs> right, <laughs> maybe by 20, 50. <laughs> right, when they, when they start having regional theaters do it, then maybe, but... Uh, yeah which by the way is some of my favorite favorite mary poppins performances we've seen not my favorite little mermaids but my favorite. yeah you did not like that little mermaid version and this is why i forgot it was even on broadway is because the local productions we've seen are so crappy that i'm thinking there is no way this was a broadway show that's so unkind to those people that did all that work 
I can legitimately say, well, this isn't even on this topic of things that we were going to talk about, but eh, it's music, it's I, I can legitimately say that like, I don't know how much work ever went into any of our Little Mermaids we've seen. <laughs> I saw, that's so rude. I saw an amazing Little Mermaid. In, oh, you did. In uh, Tuacon. Tuacon, mm-hmm. there's the name. It was very good. Uh, yeah, the, the ones that maybe you see that are put on by community theaters, you do, sometimes you go to community theater just to watch the train wreck and just know that you're going to watch a train wreck and be like, yeah, this, this is what I expect. Okay. I need that mindset every now and then to show, (laughs) oh, this is a catastrophe. I want to keep watching this literally like people with bubble wands and cardboard paper. And we're like, what (laughs) roller skates? Well, and that is, that is the basis of a show in general is the let's use what we got and put on a show I kind know. of thing. And it's cute. You're right. Uh, but if you do want to see something more professional, you're probably not going to find it at those kind of theaters. Apparently now you're going to find it on Disney plus right. the one of the world's most popular musicals for six bucks. Oh, unbelievable. Which I'm is so excited. Amazing. I can't wait. But Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July here in May. Uh, what what musicals would you guys like to see on Disney Plus? I that's a very vague question. I think they should probably do some other Disney musicals on Disney Plus. Yeah, people would enjoy that. I think so. Yeah. But it's like I always say, let it go on tour. Follow my perfectly sculpted two finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.